Welcome to In Conversation, a series of captivating and insightful dialogues with leading writers, artists, and spiritual teachers. In Conversation is a production of Banyan Books and Sound. An oasis in Vancouver since 1970, Banyan is a gathering place of the world's wisdom and healing traditions. Come by for a visit or find us at banyan.com for live events, books, and more. This is Farah, and I'm very honored and delighted to be here with an international artist and musician who has been traveling around the world for the last 20 years and bringing a very particular type of music that has an incredible power of healing, and that is the music of mantra. It is such an honor and delight to be with you, Deva, and I'd love to start by asking you a little bit about what drew you to the mantras that you sing? Yeah, I mean, I just, um, I really just was uh, based in them from the very moment I was even conceived <laughs> because my parents were so into it that they felt that the Gayatri Mantra would be the best thing to accompany with during the pre- pregnancy and then also to introduce it to me as a child so that I would uh, chant it every night before sleeping. So I haven't kind of been drawn to them. They've been kind of drawn to me in some way or so, you know, like it, it, I kind of, it wasn't my choice. It was like a, it was a happening and, and I had to, I had to take some distance as you do when you grow up, you know, around teenager time I had to find my own spiritual path which actually is with Osho and take a distance from the mantras and the daily chanting and then come back in my own way and then realize oh yeah what a precious gift my parents had given me and and how how amazing that they have been inside of me for all my life and so around end of 20s I reconnected with the Gayatri mantra which is the mantra I sang every night before sleeping, and then um, you know, found all these other mantras, and and Miten uh, or our friends would put music to them, and I would I would sing them with Miten together, traveling, sharing these mantras and and his songs, and uh, just really kind of on the wings of these mantras, you know. It's I realized it's actually um, the the real reason is is love and and joy and connection and for me the mantras are a pathway into love joy and connection with the divine and with with our human family you know with the people who come to sing and chant with us or with the people who choose to listen to our music it's a it's an amazing way to connect beyond words beyond concepts you know, straight in the sound, in the sacred sound. And because it's Sanskrit, it's a language we all don't speak. It's it's universal, you know. We are all we are all new to it or fresh in it or un, there's no baggage with each word, you know. Like when we say love, everybody has a different concept of love and, and, and some, you know, may have some 
stuff related, you know, that comes up when they say love. But with prem, which is the Sanskrit word for love, we are all pretty, you know, it's a sound for us. It's, 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 it's a pure sound, and that's exactly the power of the mantras, that we just tune into that direct connection to the energy without any concepts or stories around them. And do you feel that different mantras carry different energies that are very specific to that mantra? That's a really good question. Um, they do, and personally, I must say, I'm I'm not so sensitive to it that I could actually feel, you know, there's people who say, oh yeah, this mantra, you know, vibrates in this chakra and then moves from up the spine and down the front and all, you know, like people are there's very, very tuned in sensitive people. And for me, I've never been that sensitive in that way. You know, for me, I, 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 I get colors, you know, like I have, when I sing a certain mantra, it's, it has a certain color for me usually. And, um, and, and basically they all bring me joy. They all bring me into a space of silence and, and in an effortless way of meditating, you know, where, where the thoughts disappear without me trying or without me getting into like, oh, you must sit still now, you know. It's a very, it's a, it's a shortcut for meditation for me. And so these mantras, they are all very different. They all have different focus. And I feel they're all, all doorways into the same inner sanctum of inner peace of of silence what's your i mean i know you work with mantra so much because through composing the melodies and rehearsing and practicing and in concert and and singing with others in group but do you also have a particular personal practice in mantra yeah I've, they're, they're with me in in my life you know they are they are I feel like I'm kind of swimming in them, you know. I'm I'm not so good with discipline that I have like, oh, I do this exactly then every day and this how many times. But I I, I have them with me, you know. They are and, and they pop up in different parts of the day and and uh, and so I I feel like they are with me all the time, like friends, or I live with them, you know. I'm sure you've seen how people are so connected to the music that you and Miten bring. And I'm sure you've heard many stories of healing. And I'm wondering if you can share with us some of the things that you've witnessed and contributed to in bringing mantras to so many people. Yeah, that's, that's beautiful you ask that. It's, um, I think the most uh, touching and humbling messages that we've received, and I think... Over the years, there must be like five or six of them where people actually said, I was close to taking my own life. I just had no, I just could feel no joy, no no joy for this life. And uh, and through the music, through the mantras, I've reconnected to that joy and I'm, I see a reason to live again. And that's so amazingly big and, and beautiful. And, and uh, I always feel if just one of them had felt that my life would be worthwhile, you know. It's just amazing that, that we could bring the mantras in, in our form to people that, that, their, that their heart gets touched and transformation get, happens. And then, you know, there we have um, very uh, beautiful messages from people with autistic children 
crusader, they really responded to the mantras, actually started singing along, even if they were uh, not, uh, how do you say, not communicative before, if they couldn't speak before. And uh, and out of that, we came to the uh, Center for Discovery, which is a huge facility for autism in, in New York. And we played there for, for the for the patients there and it was incredible to see how the mantras affected them you know and that's again something that goes beyond the mind or belief system most probably they don't have a concept of oh this is uh, ancient prayer this means this or that although we did explain it of course but just the the direct experience of the music made them so peaceful and so relaxed and the staff remarked like wow we've never seen them for one hour so so relaxed and without any kind of you know um un- unrest so that that's that was also so touching and and animals also where people tell us oh uh you know, my my cat just lies on top of the speakers whenever I play the Gayatri Mantra, and otherwise she runs out the room. You know, we've literally had messages like that. So <laughs> it's it's really touching. When I I always love it when it when it's so obvious that it goes beyond the the mind. You know, it's a direct, immediate transformation. Also, somebody who had no idea about mantras and and heard it for the first time, and, and, and the light went on inside, and she had no idea what it meant or what that it even was a mantra. Or And now she's chanting it every day, and she's, her life is transformed, you know. So it's really, um, it's, it's healing. It's, a, it's sound healing. I know you've also taken mantra into prisons. Can you speak a little bit about what that was like? Yeah, and that's another one of those very uh, poignant moments when you sit in, in in a prison with a bunch of men. We've usually, so far, we've been only to men's prisons, and you can see, you know, you can see the love in their eyes when when the music happens and when they start to sing along or maybe sing hum along. You know, maybe a little shy at first, but there is a there's it's it's very special because you know you're in this place and uh and this it's maybe I should just tell you what they've what they've told us like we we played in San Quentin and afterwards uh, one of them came to to us and said look I have been here for 25 years but tonight I'm free tonight I feel free and uh, and another guy said I haven't been high for nine years, but today or tonight I'm high, you know. So they're, they're, it's it's so touching and so uplifting and so makes us so happy when we, we are able to share them in places like that where they are so needed. And actually they also have, uh, in, in one prison, I think it was in San Pedro, they actually had a... a altar for themselves. They had an Amma picture there with a with the uh, peacock feathers and the candle and they had malas. And so, you know, there are people in prison who, who bring that light anyway there, who keep the, the flame burning. But, you know, other people, in, they are just exposed for the first time and they they open and they are touched. And, and that's that also is, is, oh yeah, it's so beautiful. That must bring you uh, immeasurable happiness to to see that 
and contribute to that. Yeah. And then, you know, the other thing is uh, when people are leaving their bodies. We've had a few times that people have um, invited us to, for, to their loved ones on their, on their deathbed and, and to, to have the honor to, to, to be there in that moment and to sing to them in that moment to, to, to be welcome. And uh, that's also like very, very special. And I feel very blessed when that happens. And actually, I've been very blessed that both of my parents, I could be there. Actually, both of us could be with them in their last moments and uh, just sing with them, sing to them as they took their last breath. And uh, and that many people tell us that that they their loved ones chose our music, just like for birth. So birth, making love, and dying—that's very, very, very uh, uh, strong moments in life that our music is uh, a soundtrack to, and that's that's totally beautiful for us. Do you want to say anything about the uh, tantra mantra retreats that you and Mitin have been offering for so many years? Yeah, um, for us, you know, we are, we've been together for 27 years now, or basically 24-7. And uh, usually we do everything together. It's just uh, he he's just had, uh, four weeks ago, he's had open-heart surgery. So he's just uh, in the recovery process, getting stronger every day. But they're better and not so good days. So today wasn't a, such a good morning, so he wasn't up for joining this interview, but we would always do everything together. So it's kind of a new moment. But uh, out of that, uh, out of that um, came our, our wish to share something that, that couples could enjoy, you know, where we could all be like, where we could go on a journey together on a week-long retreat with just couples and uh, we have a beautiful friend uh, called Rafia, who is a Tantra teacher. And so we put the two together, the Tantra and the Mantra. And uh, it's, you know, Tantra is such a used word now, and everybody has a different concept of what it is. And there's also, of course, you know, it's, anyway, so it's it's uh, the way we we focus on, on the, connection between man and woman in this Tantra Mantra retreat is to to look at the polarity, you know, to put, look at the polarity of female and male essence and energy. And when that polarity is healthy, then the relationship is is more in harmony and there's more attraction. If there's a, if there's a, it's like a magnet, you know, if the man is very strong and grounded in his male essence and the woman is strong and grounded in her female essence, there is a beautiful energy exchange that can happen. So actually, this is the kind of red thread that takes us through this week together. We do it in Corfu in Greece and also in Costa Rica in um, March every year. And there's like 50, 40, 50 couples and from all over the world. And it's so touching to see the unfolding, the connection happen. Often it's couples that also have been together for a long, long time and maybe have had their children and there was some disconnect and it's just another, it's, it's a week to be together again and to sing, you know, where we come in harmony together through the singing, which is very, you know, like, like I said, it's beyond the mind, it's beyond words. 
but you're immediately in tune with each other. You create sound together. So you sing with your beloved. You're also alone in the singing. So it also brings that into the week so that you're not always just focused on on each other. And then there are the lovemaking meditations that happen in the room every afternoon in the in the private rooms and the suggestions from Rafia how to enhance that, that polarity. And it's We've had many couples who've said it, it saved their relationship or, you know, many years later, wow, it's still with us and we're still drawing from the inspiration from that week. So it's it's very precious to, 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 to see couples go through that together. And also it's for us, it's nice to have in, in, in this group um, the same amount of male voices as female voices because usually, as you can imagine, usually there's a little... <laughs> imbalance there <laughs> for sure you mentioned that Mitten has not been well recently how are you with that actually you know what it's been really I mean there have been difficult moments you know when you couldn't sleep or when he's in pain and I, I feel for him of course you know but in, in the big picture and, and Mitten would say the same this has been a very blessed, guided experience from the moment that he felt there was something wrong, that he felt something was with his heart, it, he had a blocked artery. And uh, and the whole unfolding of how we found the right doctors and the right hospital and the right friends to support, and it all just fell into place. And, it, and the whole time, you know, every single step of this journey has been very, very smooth and actually very supported. So I have felt just really grateful and also grateful that he's still alive because it was actually, um, it could have been, you know, that kind of blockage can lead to just sudden death without any warning. So we were like super blessed that he had the warning signs and we could um, we could pay attention to them in time. And and I feel quite, uh, yeah, I feel good. I feel he's going to have a great new life now because he's going to have so much more energy and blood flow to his body. So it's going to be so nice for him once he's over that recovery period. And also it'll bring new, you know, it'll bring new um, new unfoldings and new, because like, for, for example, this tour that's coming up, like when we come to Vancouver, um, the idea is Miten will be on tour with us, but we don't know yet how much he'll be involved in the evening. And the vision is that he'll for sure sing some of the songs, some of his songs during the evening. But we're also leaving it like, let's see what he's up for. And, and there's no push or, you know, and uh, and it'll be different, you know. It'll be um, mainly... Um, me with supported by Monos, of course, you know, and uh, and then a beautiful band of um, Joby, who is a who's actually lives in Victoria. He is a he, we've played with him in Vancouver before, and um, and uh, uh, he plays bass and sings. And then there is uh, Spencer who plays piano and keyboards he's been on tour with John Armour Trading and John Martin he's a very he's been on many of our recordings he's a really dear friend and we've toured with him before and there's Rishi who's a Danish Viking <laughs> drummer who uh, produced the essence with us and, and 
and password CD, and has been with us for many, many twenty over twenty, thirty years. So it's a very, you know, very beautiful family that we have together. Very in tune and all totally into it. So it'll be a beautiful caravanserai that's going to be moving up the west coast, and uh, and uh, we'll see how it is. I have a feeling it'll be great. He's already so good now. So. Uh, I know from my own personal experience that sometimes uh, events like this can bring a renewed preciousness to relationships and to a relationship with life in general. Yeah, I guess so. But, you know, I, I feel we've been living in honeymoon for 27 years. I, I, I couldn't, I actually don't feel that so strongly because I've been I was all, I'm always so grateful that I can be with them, and I always enjoy every, almost every moment <laughs> with them. So I don't know. It's not like, oh my God, I forgot how much I love you, or how I, I, I don't feel that. I feel we are just really squeezing the juice of every moment together for the last 27 years. <laughs> But of course, you know, I'm really, really so, so grateful that he's alive and that we have, we seem to have more, more moments coming up. And of course, you know, if you have, we have a 23 years age difference. So there is, uh, there is that uh, knowing that it's likely that I, I, that he'll go before me, you know. So that's a very different mindset, I think, than other people have who are the same age who, who can have the thing, or we'll get old together, you know, and we, we, you know. So I've I've lived with this for the last 27 years, that, that feeling like, yes, that you, you have no idea how long this <laughs> this will last in this particular physical form, you know. Thank you so much for all that you've shared with us, with me and with the people who may be listening. It's, I really connect with your music and have for many many years and it's always very special to uh, be in concert and to sing with the two of you and with the people that you bring along the caravan it always is uplifting in such a beautiful and profound way you've been listening to in conversation podcast of Banyan Books and Sound, Canada's spiritual and healing resource since 1970.